0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Trader Cup Crypto Show. Today's guest is from a platform that I'm sure you've heard about. It's COS. Uh, it's COS is an amazing exchange that has a lot of big things coming out at the moment. And I am speaking to the man, the CEO. It's Rune Everson. He is the founder and CEO of Cost. So thank you so much for your time today, mate. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. As we always do, why don't we kick it off? I want to hear a bit about your experience prior to leading into where you are right now. Yeah. Uh,
1: first of all, I'm not a programmer. I'm not a developer. I, I need to find out who to call if my email stops.
0: Thank goodness. My, Neither am I.
1: <laughs> my background is purely sales and marketing, working for various smaller companies in, uh, in Norway and Scandinavia. Uh, I have been involved in the direct selling, which some see as very negative and others see as a purely legit business. Business, uh, mate. Companies like Amway and Newskin and, and those. Uh, so the marketing job actually took me to Hong Kong back in 2009. The company moved over to Singapore in 2010 and I moved with them. I spent another two years before I decided to resign and set up my own consultancy company here in Singapore. Uh, Then by firstly trying to bridge European companies that wanted to come in, but at the same time also tried to start business for myself. And this is where sort of the foundation of what later became COS started. Uh, because we have a jungle of social media's out there, where I say is Twitter is undersharing, Facebook is oversharing, the mm. MySpace and stuff was for music, LinkedIn stuff for professional and stuff. So I actually built a team, and we started to build a social media one-stop solution, but in a three D environment where it was built at the old-style English club man. Where, where you had different rooms and stuff like this. <laughs> But then the plan was to implement and sort of an internal credit system similar to like Facebook credits. Yeah. And then some people asked me why don't you look into cryptocurrency? And I sort of waved that off. I didn't know too much about it. We're talking 2013,
0: 2014 here. Same here. Right? I did the same thing.
1: Yeah. So so I did I didn't look into it, but once you start hearing the same thing. Two times, three times, four times, five and times. Smart people too, right? Then, yeah, and then you start looking into it. And I started to look in. Go on Google. Okay, you need you need a wallet. What is a wallet? Okay, Google <laughs> for that. You find multiple versions. You don't know which is good, which is bad. Okay, you decide for one. You you, you still don't have crypto. How how do I buy? How do how do I enter this market? Uh, yeah. What what do I do with it? If I want other companies to be able to pay for my services with crypto how did they do that are there payment gateways out there how do i exchange it how do i convert from fiat into crypto crypto to fiat yeah and then all of these ideas then you understand how that easily became that then i thought of crypto needs a one-stop solution Right, because this yeah. is way. If I can't get my heads around it, because there is way too many options, it and right? going to? Right, then it came up. C O S S Crypto One Stop Solution. <laughs> I didn't know too much about the industry, so I signed up for a twelve-week course with MIT called FinTech: The Future of Commerce. Mm -hmm. And one of the assessments that we had there was to do a short write-up of a business idea we had and film ourselves doing an elevator pitch. Uh, There were 1,200 students uh, on the class. The average score for the pitch idea was around 30%. I think three of the 1,200 projects were rated 100 out of 100 by MIT, and COS was one of them. And that was sort of the kick in the butt that I needed to take my idea out of my own head and from yellow post-it notes to actually mm-hmm. put my money where my mouth is and actually start looking for a team. Who can, I know what I want it to look like, but I have no clue how to build it. Yeah. Right. And then I ended up by one of our many mistakes, going overseas, outsource IT. Yeah. And. And not having anyone IT in-house in Singapore. Very difficult
0: to manage, right?
1: Yeah, right. Of course, if you have a solid CTO or someone that can bridge the communication in-house, then you can get a lot done. But there I'm sitting on one side of the the world with an entrepreneurial and marketing mind explaining over WhatsApp what I want. Mm. And that is more what I want the end user to see. And explaining this to a developer sitting in Eastern Europe, and he needs to know what you want me to build. Yeah. So uh, that also led us into. We we did go along with this. We did launch with a beta version, of course, back in April twenty seventeen. 100% 100% self-funded, we didn't do any ICO or token sale or anything up until then. But then we we sort of all these ICOs came along and we saw that if we are going to keep up and scale up and all of this, then we we uh, we tailored down the the cost token idea with the fee split allocation. And then in August 2017, actually almost half a year after we went live, then we did a, a small and modest token sale. In in uh, 2017, August August till September, right? But uh, as we then started to gain traction, user base started to grow, etc. etc. Then it turned out that the architecture, the infrastructure on our current platform wasn't that good as we thought it was. So it became patching, 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 and um, and the end of the day. You do very much patching mm-hmm. right so then uh we we brought in some other teams we decided we changed the ui and did some upgrades and stuff but we were still on the same engine we we're still on the same architecture same infrastructure and once again we go into something that looked like a momentum but then something crashed and something crashed and something crashed That's so tough. Yeah, and halfway then into what you and me know as as the bear market for twenty eighteen for crypto, where we were all fighting. Great market.
0: High. Let me just say, that yeah. was a great market, a great yeah. market. If you're a trader, it was a great, great market.
1: Absolutely, but from everybody flying high in December, January 2017, 2018, yeah. to wake up to the reality where, it where things went down, it, it, it hurts, right? Yeah, and uh, it. for this, of course, for <laughs> a not very well-funded business, uh, this affected a lot of companies in 2018, especially those that decided to sit on their crypto after the Wild West of ICOs in 2017 and stuff. They saw their race if they had raised 30 million, now it's suddenly three million and they're supposed to deliver a three to five year roadmap on it. And that's not easy, ask anyone. But <clears throat> what we decided to do during 2018 is we, we sort of said that okay, let bear market be bear market. It won't stay crypto winter forever. It is what it is. Will, it will bounce back and we will be here the day we bounce back, but then we have to make sure to be ready for it. Yeah. So we actually we started a complete rebuild. We built uh, all the way from scratch. Stop patching. <laughs> keep the old system alive until a and brand new convert. platform is ready. Yeah. Right. So we built new matching engine, new UI, new uh, UX, much more scalable, much more flexible. And then we went live end of mid December twenty eighteen. Right. And of course, we we're hoping maybe that November December that the, the normal traditional like, crypto calendar says that it should go up then, but then you, instead you saw ether at $80. More
0: importantly, you're ready. That's the most important yeah. thing is that people, I mean, we have a very similar model. We are getting ready for the next right. wave. Now, I think <clears throat> the difference between my business and a lot of the, like, I didn't do an ICO. We, we, we had our own money, right? We, we built our own business. Um, and from our point of view, I don't want to do a equity raise because I want to own the equity if we can afford to, right? Mm. We've got a plan. We have a plan to do what we do. Look, From my point of view, it's very different. I'm very good at what I'm good at, but what I'm not good at, I am the first person to raise my hand and go, I'm, I'm very bad at most things. You know, mm. I have, I have a staff of X amount of people that, I mean, even when it comes to like booking out my calendar, I mean, look, all you know, that's probably a bad example that I get so many people that want to be on the show that we have a due diligence process to go through and yada, yada. I haven't got time to do all that. I mean, I'm I'm putting out so much content from my point of view uh, in, in any business, whether it be in crypto or anything else, you've got to find ways to scale. And the only way you can find ways to scale if you're a smart operator is by not, you know, making the success of your business based on the hours of time you put in. Now I'll just take two steps back there it's going to take a few years of doing those 16 hour days. And we've done that the last, since we started, we've, we've, we've worked so hard that, you know, it's either myself or a business partner that crashes every now and again. And we, we pick up the pieces and they have a rest and we, you know, it's just a, it's just a startup culture. Um, you've got to understand that, you know, there's a lot of hard work and everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. It's sexy right now, right? Uh, it ain't easy. It is not easy. Now I want to come straight in now to, what you see costs as being is it an exchange. Or what is cost in your view? You are the CEO, you know what the vision is, you're the founder. What is the vision? yes? Cost
1: is very much more than an exchange. And that back again to the original initials, which is crypto one stop solution. Yep. We started with a roadmap that was wider than a desert, uh, but then we sort of took two steps back and said. Let's get good at one thing instead of trying to be mediocre at many. Yeah. So, so we took two steps back and said, okay, it, already by then, we already built a payment gateway. We had merchant platform and stuff. But then we decided, okay, let's put these projects on ice, take two steps back and focus on becoming an exchange first yeah. and start building a community around that, start generating revenue around that, but then being able to add more and more features. I mean, Now, the the flavor of the month is IEOs, right? right. Initial exchange offerings. And people think that is something new. Our token sale in 2017, we hosted on our own exchange. We did IEO in 2017. We even hosted at least 10 other IEOs on our platform in 2017, 2018.
0: So at the end of the day, it's a token sale. But don't forget, no one gives a shit about that. No. Let's be honest, no one cares. And I'm being straight with you, right? No one cares who was first. And this is the fascinating thing I find about crypto is that everyone's the first to do this, the first to do that. Being first means nothing.
1: MySpace, no, do
0: do? MySpace was not yeah. first. MySpace is irrelevant now. And Craig, Craig, who ran yeah. MySpace, sold it for $560 million, the best exit of all time, right before yeah. Facebook came through and yeah. went, you're irrelevant. Anyway, million for what he did. It's not Mm -hmm. about being first. It's about counting. It's about being a part of the next movement. So how are you being a part of that next movement? Because that's what counts. Who gives a shit about being first? No one cares about being first. Why are you you bringing this
1: through? through. I'm completely on on your page there. It doesn't matter who comes first. But when when, when you personally have built something that you have been doing for two years, Someone else comes along and do it two years later, and then others are calling you a copycat. Then you sort of want to correct the fact. But I totally agree with you. It doesn't matter. But for for me, crypto one-stop solution is about building a complete ecosystem. Yes. Where you have people. We are, you you know about crypto. I know about crypto. We are the 1% of the 1%. Crypto haven't even tapped into its market no. yet. And we that is where I think outsiders and, and traditional traders and everything, that is where they should see potential, right? The market cap, people are talking now about security tokens. If one of the bigger companies tokenize their shares, the market cap on that one token is bigger than all crypto together combined, Correct. right? So for us, it is about building uh, an ecosystem and then it doesn't, matter only how sophisticated tools I can build for those that already know about it. I need to bridge the outside worlds. Yes. And then we're then we are stepping back to something that I know is is close to your heart is actually you have to educate people. Because then you are back at my position when I start to Google for what is a wallet, where can I do this, where can I do that? I had to Google for so many things and visit so many pages to find this info. Correct. What if it is all there in a one-stop solution? You log in, create an account, you have education. You can choose to take it. You can be rewarded for taking it because we want to educate you. We don't charge for the majority of the trainings we have there. There are big modules. We will add more sophisticated trainings that is prepared by professionals and bigger companies and stuff that obviously comes with a cost because we need to acquire those products. Yes, you do. But but the, the the current one, our e-academy learning platform that will go live now within, I hope, within the next two weeks, that is completely built in-house. We have written all the courses. Wow. So there is no external costs involved there, right? So all of that, as long as you have a cost account, is 100% true. We're not charging one time for it. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, if we can educate people that don't know, they hopefully become our users. market, mate. They become part of, of the, the cost family. So, so we're not seeing it as we are giving away something for free. Yeah. It is part of, of uh, acquisition the benefit cost of joining. On, on cost.
0: There's right? so many exchanges okay. out there. You've got to find somewhere that you can resonate with. Now, many of these exchanges now, I, I, I feel, and whether I'm right or I'm wrong, I'm, 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 I'm a trader, I'm wrong often. I'm the first person, but I've losing trades. I've losing runs. I'm not, you know, I'm not here to prove anything to anybody. I'm here to build a business and I'm here to help people. Hmm. That's my whole drive from the age of 16 when I went and sort of guidance counselor, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was an entrepreneur back then. I had little businesses running, uh, the, the guidance counselor said, you're someone who wants to help people. And I'm like, really? Uh, makes sense now. Now that I've grown in my skin, lost all my hair, uh, I am very very aware of what I am about. And um, I've got a good way of communicating. And I do love to see people succeed. And I have the ability in in, in this particular section, which is trading, technical trading, I am not good at fundamentals. I'm not good at anything else. I will tell you that I, I'm, I'm getting through this whole business thing, and that's what really excites me. But I spent 13 years trading markets. The old thing is 10,000 hours. Man, I've been full time for eight years. Now, of mm. course, when you're a single man, uh, you don't need as much money from your trading to survive and to live. Um got two kids you live in Bondi Beach, where I do on a single income. You've got to be a bit more careful, you know? So mm. I've been through the ring, I, I've been through multiple, every stage of my life, bar the you know, early 10 years, it's been trading. It's what I know. It's, it's what I really, you really know, I'm so passionate about giving people that want to learn. I had no desire to come in and be an educator in this space. I'll tell you that right now, mate. Mm-hmm. I came into this space and I started looking around. I, uh, I usually watch a market for two months before I join a new market, whether it be a new commodities market, bonds, stocks, I don't care. I always watch it for a couple of months just to see, is there anything else that I need to be aware of that I'm not aware of? based off of the charts, like news announcements, results, earnings, that sort of thing. In crypto, I did that for two months. Started in July, started trading, started investing in July, trading in September. And um, one thing that really drove me to do what I do now is that a lot of the people out there that were experts that had yeah. big Twitter followings, big YouTube followings, I'm like, wow. They are like they're charging... X amount for something that I threw out in the first two years of my trading career. Like it's, it's, it's no good because they were only just starting their trading career. So we brought in this level of experience, professionalism and expertise, uh, which has done us very well. And, um, you know, education to the listeners and the viewers out there, just because someone's got a shitload of people following them doesn't make them great. If that was to be the case, then Kim Kardashian could talk about crypto and she'd be the expert. We know that ain't true. Be smart. Listen to the right yeah. people. You know what I mean? Like there's a yeah. lot of misinformation out there. Now with costs, you've got two major things coming up. You've got your education portal and you've got your news portal. Tell us more about those.
1: News portal is more what we want to integrate with solid uh, crypto, blockchain, uh, fintech uh, industry. So our, our users don't have to go everywhere to, to find. We want to, to sort of streamline it. Get in the RSP, get from multiple channels that people can follow there. Uh, so, so the news there, we're also looking to integrate with, with multiple of, of the major players out there. Uh, there are, of course, some are known more than others. Some are more jurisdiction specific. Some are maybe providing a lot of info to Australians on the Australian continents. Some mm-hmm. others are providing a lot to the US markets. Some are Europe-focused and some are Asia-focused. We have users from all over the world. We have Aussie users. Our biggest users base currently is actually US followed by Europe. Yeah. Although we, we are based in Singapore and we have been here since day one. So so we are very much global. So the the, the news part, I mean, if you wanna educate then you also need to keep them updated. Yes. So I mean it, it is clients, are valuable related, clients. Right? and and then the, the other feature that we are adding now instead of only having like a trading option is the quick buy option yep because once once you have educated someone that doesn't mean that they can go in and they can read charts they know the difference between limit or market order or whatever they want to have a button that i want to buy for $500 in bitcoin click enter your credit card details submit and the Bitcoin comes there. Yep. I mean, proven cases of that education is actually needed even within people that have registered an account on exchange, have done the KYC and have done trades. We had in, in, in the bull run of 2017 18, we saw users on our chat say that, damn you, Bitcoin. I was ready to buy one Bitcoin for 5,000, but now I can't afford it because it's six. Yep. They, did, they didn't know that they could buy a fraction of a Bitcoin. Correct. Now they had to wait for the next paycheck so they could buy one at six. But then it was nine. So they yeah. still couldn't afford it. Right? And, and <laughs> that it can break them down all the way to the Satoshi's. Even people with registered account on exchanges didn't know it. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so education is, is so much needed out there. Of course, that, that's not the majority of exchange uh, registered traders though.
0: Well, but let's consider one thing, right? There's a saying: Who makes money in a gold rush? Who makes money? Yeah. In gold rush? Do you, Do you know who makes money in a gold rush? Who Who? Tell me.
1: The ones sell, selling the shovels and the sticks, right? So boom,
0: you're a man yeah. who's well educated. Correct, the one who's yeah. selling sticks and and, that,
1: and that's why I want to run an exchange instead of being a trader like you.
0: But it's because not you, just what? about making money. That's That's the <laughs> no. thing. The beautiful yeah. thing is the synergy between. Uh, everyone who's in business. I want to make money through my business, right? I, I do Yeah, yeah of course. I feed around a bush. God damn it. I, I got a lot of people that I employ. I got a lot of families to feed mine included. You're the same, my man. The thing is, is business in my view is done when two parties come together to create an environment where everyone succeeds. And if I can mm. make a out of that, and you can make that that's the way the world works. Yeah. There ain't nothing wrong with that. As long as you're not giving misinformation, which I know a lot of people are. I'm, I'm very against that. I'm very against these paid reviews. You're on this podcast with me. You haven't paid a goddamn cent. We don't make a dollar out of this podcast other than advertising. You don't mm. pay no guest pays to be on this podcast, just so that everyone's very, very clear. It's about educating you listeners and viewers to understand what options are available out there. And you can make your own judgments based on what I do with these people that I interview. Now, I want to ask a question because I'm a trader. A lot of people get scared of the margin. Now, I've traded two, three 300, 400% margin when I've looked at uh, foreign exchange for my whole life. I've got no issue with margin. One of the things in crypto that I find very fascinating and very um, lacking is the ability to manage that risk. So let me give you an example. When I raise an order, if I'm trading foreign exchange, right, I can put my entry order and my stop loss in. Then I put the amount of contracts that I want to trade on that and it will actually compute for me or calculate for me how much dollars, so it might be $5,000 that I'm risking on that trade. So if it goes in and I get stopped, out, I lose $5,000. And it will also show me what my targets are. Now in crypto, we find it very difficult to have that sort of clarity which I don't think I know holds a lot of people back from getting into trading. So we need margin products with entries and stops and targets linked. Okay, that's yeah. what we need. And I speak to a lot of my my buddies who are traders who, who who still look at me in this market and go, "You're an idiot." I'm like, "Dude, the volatility is something insane. I can trade less and make more. That's why I'm here." Yeah. Yes, the charts suck. Yes, the platforms are average. Yes, the order systems are bad. And yes, you have to create your own spreadsheets to make sure in Excel that you're managing your risk accordingly. Please, man, please. You and I create that or you create that without me. I don't give a shit how you create it. Create that and I can bring a lot more bigger volume and better traders into the space because they can't be bothered. It's too freaking difficult. What are you doing in that space?
1: Yes. First, first of all, I would definitely not on our current liquidity and volume. We are still a very small one. Uh, I wouldn't even touch margin trading, right? So, so uh, we are looking at where where we are looking at now is is uh, mergers, uh, where we are bringing multiple communities together uh, and. Uh, <laughs> And because we need, we need to build, I mean, in today's market, if you compare the market cap of crypto versus where you come from FX, Nothing. right? And, and and even even it is risky, even with the liquidity you have in FX, but it can't even be compared to the crypto, right? So so I would say not even the one, the biggest one that everybody knows uh, in, within crypto, I would say not even that one is strong enough to, to provide what the product what you are used to in fx then you need portals that that is bridging the entire liquidity and and that is bringing more and more players together to understand that they are not necessarily competitors uh but they are colleagues in a very very young industry network right yes uh i know there are i mean we are members of of access, which is the Association for Crypto and Blockchain Enterprises in Singapore. We're also members of DX, which is the Association for Cryptocurrency Exchanges. So there we are all sitting around the same table with a lot of the exchanges that are incorporated in Singapore, but I, I don't feel that everybody sort of what want to put their roadmap on the table and what they have up there. Yeah. Yes. Like right. But, but, but at the smaller scale, I know several exchanges are talking together about bridging, about, uh, sharing liquidity, about maybe potential mergers and stuff like this, because I mean, we have to admit that 2018, have probably killed a lot of very good projects because yeah. they, they, did, they did not manage their treasuries but, uh, after a token sale in 2017. So so there, there are a lot of products out there, and, but the communities are left behind. They are now sitting at the token with zero volume, zero liquidity. They have a very solid product on paper, but it will most likely never see the light of day.
0: Yeah, but Rune, I've got to, I've, I have to disagree with you. I yeah. really have to disagree. A, a good, a good idea is an idea. Yeah. Right? The idea of an electric car. It's a great idea. Who did it? Elon Musk. Right. There's, there's great ideas, but an idea doesn't mean anything. You know, like I, I look, I've been in business for long. I, I've never really had a job. All right. I'm not a job person. I've always run my own show and I've always done it. And look, it's, it's, it's been hard. Like you don't, it's not easy being a uh, non-professional, I suppose. You're going to, Create your own path. I don't have any, any at all sympathy for projects that go out and raise $10 million, and then all of a sudden, because they didn't have good treasury management. And Don't forget, all of these projects had a CFO. Now, who was that CFO? Maybe it was their roommate. I don't know. Bottom line is, if you can't manage cash flow in a business, you don't have a business. So the projects that might have had a good idea I don't care. I really don't care. An idea is worth nothing. Execution of a good idea is worth billions. And this is where I think 2018 was absolutely brilliant in washing out a lot of the crap because it's not just about having a website, having a pretty video and having a white paper with a few freaking, you know, grammatical errors and and spelling issues. It's about running a true business. And I know how hard it is being somebody who runs businesses. It's not easy out there. Everyone wants to be a goddamn entrepreneur. Everyone yeah. wants to do the work. So for the, for the projects that have fallen over, look, I feel for the, for the uneducated investor, and this is why I'm so passionate about education in the space, is that if you want to look at a business, look at the business. I don't give two hoots about who's running it. I need to know who they are. But I need to look at mm-hmm. the cash flows. I need to look at their forecast. I need to look at their planning. Who did they put in place to do their forecast? Do they do it on, on their own, in their own little spreadsheet? Or do they put mm. somebody professional who can stand in front of an audience and say, here's why we've done our modeling the way we do. There's a way to do business and there's a way to fail at business. And you can still do it the right way and fail by standby. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Don't get me wrong here. I mean, there's a way here. to this do it. Not the bunk- this is not the bundling, like, 2008 financial crisis, where you're selling trash for cash. Yeah, that that is definitely not what uh, what we're looking into. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a responsibility. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying that some of the projects that was presented raised some money. Yes, mismanaged. Blah blah blah. They maybe have built their product 70, 80 percent. They have a community that is sitting there that have been screaming for updates yeah. and everything for the longer time. The community have believed in them. They have been loyal. So much more than saving the CEO uh, in, in, in settings like this, you're actually going in and giving a life to a community. Uh, but that, that is not, those are just ideas, but what we are actually have on the table now is different. Uh, we are, we are uh, in the midst of planning a token merger now between existing companies that are That's up and running with communities. COS has, with its vision and mission to become a one-stop solution, is now teaming up with Arax.io, which is an online wallet system, uh, it's A-R-A-X.io. Uh, they xio have built multiple platforms but now they have come with a wallet app where inside the app you can top up your phones across 160 countries from 900 providers you can do remittance you can do gps (coughs) transaction free uh, transactions so we uh, and uh, at the same time here they also have a huge dev team Uh, the founder is ex-jp morgan and deutsche bank so he comes from a financial background uh, which I don't.
0: No, to make things work, so there,
1: yeah. There, we, we complement each other a lot. He has brilliant ideas. I have. Um, I don't want to say myself. My ideas are brilliant. I have a lot of ideas. So, uh, uh, but what we're looking at now, also introducing a decentralized exchange in this environment uh, as a third party that is, that is coming in. But uh, what is even more important that is. We on the COST platform today, we have two tokens, one, which is our FSA token, the COST token, which uh, where uh, users are entitled to a portion of the trading fees generated. Yeah. Then then we uh, later introduced a second token, which is the CFT, the COST fee token, which is similar to what everybody knows as the BNB token on Binance. Yeah. You use it to pay your trading fee and you get the discount. Yep. Right. And, uh, and our community have been very loyal, been with us there through what we're referring to the roller coaster, uh, ups and downs over the last two and a half year. And they love the idea of the FSA. Where we are going now is we're adding all of these use cases. So all these existing tokens now, they will be swapped into one master token across all of these platforms. So this will be the native token of the exchange. It will give you FSA and trading fee discount. On the decentralized exchange, it will also add in FSA on the trading fees, give you trading fee discount. Uh, on, on the wallet system, it will be used for transaction cost, et cetera. The entire wallet system will also have a buyback system of the token in the open market, introducing a staking program, lending program, uh, so so our roadmap is suddenly growing a lot but we actually feel more confident in delivering it now from with this merger than with cost alone yeah. because we're actually by doing this one merger we are quadrupling our staff
0: well, one of the things I tech, think I, I've well, sorry one of the things I, I have uh, been really looking forward to <clears throat> has been the MA space evolving uh, within this market and, and I've been waiting for that for quite so I haven't talked about it a lot in the podcast I haven't talked about it a lot um, to my audience but I have looked at that and I've been I was thinking about that a long time over a year ago I always thought that you know when the mergers and acquisitions come in that's when we're going to see some truly great things because right now it's like a, a scatter of, of smart brains all over the place and that smart brain might be a smart brain that might achieve very very good things but because it's in its infancy, the project, that smart brain might be in the wrong project. Now, as we see M&A come into the crypto sphere, which is technically what you're talking about here, I think we'll see some truly unique projects coming together. And what I want to say to wrap this up, Rune, is that um, it's really good to hear that there's an exchange out there that are not only focusing on education, not only Focusing on news, not only focusing on the future of your client because the future of your client, as you know, and as any business knows, that's the future of your business. You're focused on delivering them with great content, great information, and great new tools moving forward. And I think that's a really, really big thing combined with that mergers and acquisitions mentality that we don't need to just be on our own let's just make sure that we team up with who we need to do to make things happen. I want to ask you one last question where can we find out more information to the viewers and listeners about cost platform? Uh,
1: The URL, very simple cost.io for the RX wallet. For those that want to uh, explore that now before we we are not completed with the merger uh, yet. It is uh, still a very new thing. We just pre announced it to our communities two days ago. Uh, oh, wow. there, will be more, there will be more details to follow. Uh, we have our Medium uh, Telegram channels, but cost.io, you, you can go there. And from there, you can follow the links to our Telegram, to Twitter, to Facebook. Uh, I don't have all those, all those URLs uh, <laughs> in my head, but there you can follow it. The Rx wallet is already on, uh, on Android and iOS, so you can have a look at it there. So it's A-R-A-X, and, and you will find it so
0: uh excellent well rune it's been an absolute pleasure spending time with you talking to you i could speak to you for a lot longer but in the sake of getting this out so everyone can listen to the whole thing i will bode you well it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you thank you so much for your time ladies and gentlemen rune evanson founder and ceo of cost exchange cost.io go and check it out see what you think of it thank you ladies and gentlemen have a great day bye for now